welcome to the Excel Still More podcast. I am your host, Chris Emerson, and we are here to talk about tips and strategies that you can employ to deepen your faith, improve your relationships, and just get the most out of your life. Thank you for joining. Let's get started. Okay, our episode title today is Plan Your How. And the best way to explain it is to remind you of some things we've already covered, and I think it'll all come together. How is the step that gets skipped a lot, and when it does, the results aren't there. So here's how this works. We had an episode a few weeks ago called Start With Why. It was episode 24, based on the Simon Sinek book by the same name. And in that book, he describes what's called the golden circle. There's an inside circle, and then a middle one around that, and then an outer circle. In the middle is the word why. He encourages us to start with why. What's your purpose? What's your motivation? What matters to you? Even before you know what that will tangibly look like in reality, you have to know what's driving you. Once you start with why, ultimately you get to the outer circle, which is your what. It's what gets produced, what gets done, what gets accomplished. And I think this audience that listens to this program is probably getting pretty good at that. I'll draw from the four F's that we've talked about before, and also they're a part of the weekly checklist in the new journal that's coming out. But if I ask you to tell me about growing your faith, you would easily be able to tell me why that's important. You would talk about the Lord and your family and Jesus. And you probably could easily make a list of what you want to do. Because of my belief in Jesus, I want to be a daily Bible student. I want to be faithful to worship services. I want to have spiritual conversations with my family. Hey, that's great. You know what you want to do, and you know why you want to do it. Awesome. You're ready to do hard things, except you have to figure out how. You say, well, what do you mean how? I don't need to know how. I know what I want to do. I'm just going to go do it. Can I just tell you that if we do hard things and we always do them the hard way, because we haven't thought it through, we haven't made a plan, we haven't planned out the most efficient way of how to do it, then a lot of times, even when you know what to do and why, you won't get it done. Or if you do, it'll be so painful or off-putting that you won't be willing to try three times and you'll give up altogether. But what if, when I ask you about growing faith in your life, you were able to tell me why, Jesus, and you were able to tell me what, daily Bible read, spiritual conversations with family, more faithful worship, but you also began to elaborate on how you'd really thought this through. You'd done some journaling, some scheduling, and some planning. And so you said, let me tell you how I'm doing this. I get up a little early in the morning, I get my cup of coffee, and at 7.15, I already have the Bible sitting there, and I sit down and I read the Bible every workday morning. It's all set up for me. When it comes to having spiritual conversations with my family, I found this printout that a friend recommended. It had some Bible questions for families, and I put it on my refrigerator. And now, when I get my water on the way to the dinner table with the family, I just pick one, and I toss it out on the table a couple of nights a week. I figured out how to do it and when to do it. And while I would have told you that would have been a hard thing for us, it's really become quite easy. As far as being more faithful to worship on Sunday night and Wednesday night, I did a little bit of rescheduling on some of the work I needed to get done. I moved the yard work to Saturday. I found another family who was kind of struggling with that same weakness, and we became accountability partners. 
And now I always knew why I needed to be a worship and I knew what I needed to do. But because I figured out how to approach it and really put together a good plan, thought it through, it's actually become quite easy. So I hope that you can see today that having a goal is great, but don't do it the hardest possible way. Plan the most efficient way. Here's what the Bible says about this in Proverbs chapter 21, verse 5. I found this in the New International Version, and I really like the wording. It says, good planning and hard work lead to prosperity, but hasty shortcuts lead to poverty. Now look, everybody knows hard work pays off, right? Well, not exactly. If it's poorly planned work and it's inefficient work and it's the hardest possible way to do it, then I don't think it leads to prosperity. But good planning, figuring out how, thinking it through, and hard work, that makes all the difference in the world. People who are hasty, verse 5, people who just jump right in, they don't think it through, those are the ones that end up deciding, well, I just can't do that. No, listen carefully. You can do it. If you've got your why and you know what it is, you can do it. Just don't forget to plan the how. Think about this in terms of fitness. That's another one of the four F's that we're tracking in a weekly kind of way. So think about this. You've accessed your why. You know you need to get into better shape because you love your family and you want to be around for them or you're interested in doing the Lord's work and you don't want to have all these physical limitations. You're on fire for fitness. And look, you know what to do. There's no real secret there. You need to eat better and get some exercise. And maybe you even know exactly what that looks like, a little intermittent fasting over here and some 30 minutes of exercise per day over there. Well, have you noticed how even when you start with why, which is great, sometimes the what just doesn't work out. Or when it does work out, it's harder than you thought it was going to be and you give up within a week. Can I suggest that maybe the problem is you've worked harder but not smarter? If we work smarter and we figure out the best way and we give ourselves the best avenue of success... Just a little bit of planning can go a long way. Let me illustrate by comparing two guys. You got two buddies at church who said, hey, let's get 30 minutes of exercise a day in, each of us, all week. And we say, great. So one guy gets out of bed every day and says, I'm going to do 30 minutes of exercise today. He doesn't know when he's going to do it. He's not real sure where he's going to do it or what kind of shoes he's going to have lying around when it's time to do it. He's just going to do it. Well, he either does not do it, or it just really goes terribly and he gives up. The other guy, same thing, except he sits down with his morning journal, you know, the one great hour, and on the right side of the Excel Still More journal where it says today's activities, today's schedule, he writes in 6 p.m., 30-minute jog. He plans for that. Before he leaves for work that morning, he makes sure he's got the workout gear sitting on his shoes. So he comes home at 5.30, hangs out with the family a little bit, 6 o'clock, it's all laying there for him. He already knows when. In other words, he's figured out how to make it happen. Well, it happens for him. It happens easily for him. Comes in, has his dinner afterwards, and moves on. So if you're struggling to do hard things, and you're struggling to excel still more in any of the four categories, in faith, or fitness, or finances, or just developing greater friendships, You might be tempted to say, maybe I just haven't found my why. Maybe I just haven't found my passion for that. And that may be true, but you might be thinking, but I I do feel passion for this. I mean, I'm, I'm all in on this. And then you might think, well, maybe I just haven't found the right thing to do. You know, I haven't found the right activity. Well, maybe you have. Maybe you've picked exactly the right thing. 
you just haven't figured out how is the best way to do this. When is the best time to do this? What can I put into place intellectually? What can I think through that can make it more doable? Now, again, and I want to talk specifically about morning journaling now. This is a big part of what that hour does for us in the morning. On the right side of my journal entries is Eat That Frog. You know all about Eat That Frog. It's that one thing every day that you want to do that you know is important. It's pretty annoying, but it would be great to knock it out. If you've been doing that, you'll notice that knowing why you need to do it and what it is is very helpful. But on days when it hasn't come together, there's an easy reason why. Because you didn't figure out how to get it done. You had something you wanted to do and you just hoped that it would get done, but without some thinking and some planning, it won't. For instance, here's a guy Monday who says, I need to get the oil changed in my car. And he always likes to get it changed at this one place, one town over. Well, it's a day when he knows he's not going to be in that town. He's got office things going on the entire day in another town, but he goes ahead and writes it down anyway. I'm going to find time to get the oil change. I don't know when or how, but I'm going to get it done. Well, one of two things are going to happen here. One, he does not eat that frog. He's nowhere near there, doesn't get it done. Or two, he takes a big chunk out of his day, drives one town over, gets it done, and it's just an extreme annoyance. It's like a frog that was bigger than it was supposed to be. What if that same guy on Monday sits down with his journal and says, you know what, I really need to get the oil changed this week. Tomorrow, Tuesday, I have an appointment, a lunch appointment in that town where the oil change is. Now it's starting to make sense, isn't it? I think I'll write down something else for Monday, something office related, because it's easy to do. I'll be there and I can find time for it. And then I'm going to save for tomorrow the oil change. What I'm saying, it sounds so simple, right? But it took just a couple of minutes of sitting there in the morning thinking through the best way to do it. And once you figured out how, you've laid out an easy way, you've worked smarter, now you get the thing done and it's not even really that hard. Think about in the journal, we not only write eat that frog, but we also plan for daily highlights, which is different if you remember. It's about what's something I can do today that's really awesome and I know I'm going to enjoy and it's great for God, and I want to get it done. Well, you'd think, I could just write in anything, and I'll do it because it's great. Uh, That's not the way this works. Just because it's really great doesn't mean you're going to do it. I know last week there was this guy from church that I really needed to visit. It would make a big difference for him. Well, I wrote down visit that guy on a day when my schedule was so packed, and I wasn't going to be anywhere near that guy that I really wasted it. I wasted the highlight and I didn't go. Now listen, I really wanted to go. I know why that's important. And I knew exactly what to do and there's no replacing that. The what is, go visit this guy. I just didn't plan it right. I didn't get my how figured out. And sadly, I didn't put his name down the rest of the week and I haven't visited that guy yet. I wonder if I would have been a little smarter about that. Figured out the right day, the right time, wrote it down and planned it then maybe I could have already encouraged that guy by now. I'll give you another cool example, and honestly, it's the reason that I'm doing this episode. I was just so inspired by it. I was preaching out of state last week, and I preached on the throne room. We had an episode on that a few weeks ago. You're welcome to check it out. And how valuable it is to understand the imagery of Revelation 4 and 5 about what it would be like to enter into the throne room and try once a day to pray about that. Well, there was a family from that church who wanted to do better at that. They knew why it was important, and they knew what they wanted to do. 
but they have four younger kids and it probably just wouldn't be easy to pull off. But then they came up with an idea. I don't know how long it took for them to think of this. Maybe it hit them like a eureka moment. I love eureka moments where the how just snaps into place and now you can't wait to do the thing. But they decided to sit down as a family, read Revelation 4 and 5, and give the kids paper and colors and pencils and have them draw a picture of the throne scene while they were reading. That is an awesome idea. All of a sudden, what they want to do, not only is it easier, but it's more engaging, and I guarantee you the benefits there, because they figured out the best way to do it. I guess what I'm saying is, whatever you want to excel in, in any category of life, whatever you know is important, don't forget to set aside some quiet time. Maybe it's your morning journaling time. Maybe when you're driving somewhere, figuring out the best way to do it. I'm thinking about things like finance. Here's somebody who says, I know what I want to do. I want to pay off my credit card. I'm so tired of that credit card bill and all of those fees, and I know why I want to do it. I want to take some financial strain off of our family. I want to start a debt snowball that gets us out of debt by the end of the year. I want to experience freedom by not having things like that hanging over my head. I know what I want to do, pay off the credit card, and I know why. Well, let me just tell you, there are a lot of people who have those two pieces figured out and still have credit card debt. Do you know why? Because they haven't planned their how. What's your strategy? Like, how are you actually going to make it easy to do, make it automatic to do? What's the plan? The guy comes back and says, I figured it out. First of all, I'm going to go get some scissors and cut the thing because that's going to make it easier not to use. We're going to end purchases Secondly, I think I figured that every paycheck, there's a certain piece of it that I can shift to the side that we can live without. And each month, I'm going to dump that total on it. And I'm going to make it automatic. I'm going to call the bank and just say, draft an extra X amount of dollars every month and put it on the credit card against principal. Well, look at that. All of a sudden, he figured out how to do it, what it looks like, made it automatic, And now he can bridge the gap between why he wants to do something and actually doing it. I guess your assignment for this week is to stay passionate about growth, about getting better. Just sit down and decide, have I been smart about this? Have I given myself a chance for success? Now, on some things like paying off the credit card, maybe you figure it out and maybe you don't. But with other things like building a better relationship with God, you've got to figure out how to do this. Do you have any idea how many people know what it would take to be a stronger Christian and genuinely feel the urge to do it, but don't ever take the time to plan a course of success? Listen to me. Jesus said in Luke 14, 27, whoever does not carry his own cross and come after me cannot be my disciple. For which one of you, when he wants to build a tower, does not first sit down and calculate the cost to see if he has enough to complete it. Otherwise, when he has laid a foundation and is not able to finish, all who observe it begin to ridicule him, saying, this man began to build and was not able to finish. Did you notice that Jesus said that the man wants to build a tower? He knew what he wanted, and he knew why he wanted it. The problem is, he did not first sit down and figure out, what's this going to take? How is this going to come together? Do I have the pieces in place to get to the end of it? He hadn't figured out how to do it, and so it didn't happen. 
There is a very similar verse to this found in the Proverbs, Proverbs 24, 27. Prepare your work outside and make it ready for yourself in the field. Afterwards, then build your house. In other words, get your supplies together, get your foundation set, figure out how you're going to do it, finalize your plans, and then build the thing. Hastily going at goals is a way to either come short of the goal or be so worn out by the effort that you don't want to do it again. And what Jesus was talking about was following him to heaven, and we just can't come short of that. So when it comes to your goals in Christ and how you're going to grow as a Christian and the way that you plan to excel still more, why is crucial. You start with why. Get the fire burning in your heart. Brainstorming what you want to do, man, that's great. That's going to be unique to every person, every church, every family. But now it's time to do the one thing that most people skip. Make that what as easy and natural as possible by taking some time to plan your how. Thank you so much for listening today. If you would like to support this program, go check out our new website, excelstillmore.life. You can subscribe to emails there. There are book recommendations, show notes, lots of great things. We'd love for you to check it out. And don't forget to share this program with your friends if you think it'll help them. And you can always follow along on the Facebook page. And please remember, whatever you do today in the name of the Lord Jesus, excel still more.